independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Happy, happy, happy Wednesday. A little woke Wednesday. Got some woke stuff coming up. Last night, crazy stuff. So think about this. The guy that won the primary in the Democratic side in the Pennsylvania Senate race. And this is going to be one of the races, right? So Mehmet Oz and uh, McCormick of the non-McCormick and Schmidt kind of folk, they're going to, I don't know what they're going to do. They, they may have to thumb wrestle for this. It's that close. The other guy, Fetterman, he's lieutenant governor. He's, the, he's, the, he's a populist. He's an interesting cat. Uh, I always tell everybody, he feels like he's my kind of cat, right? He wanders around in shorts and a hoodie and a T-shirt. He is not like anything that that people have seen in a while. And you're seeing a lot of this, right? These kind of relaxed, just chilling, different guys. That guy last year who won in New Jersey was a perfect example of somebody that nobody saw coming, and he just went door-to-door with like like a flyer, He's like, here, check this out. This is who I am. And the guy's like, oh, yeah, I've got to give it back. I only got one flyer. Right? And th- that's the kind of guy that is very interesting. But he had a stroke. <laughs> I'm like, what? Yeah, he had a stroke. Obviously, you'd be a little worried about that. But it, uh, his wife talked about it last night. So he won overwhelmingly on the Democratic side. Very positive. He had a very successful surgery today. So he's well on his way to a full recovery. Big dude, like eight feet tall. I don't think he's eight feet. I think six, seven, six, nine. There's a lot of interesting stuff last night that happened. Cawthon gone. Not a shocker. Uh, he has talked a lot of smack, and uh, it was he, he just. I don't know what ha- I've never seen anybody implode like that guy did. In the last two months, going into primaries, it was so weird. Right from the oh yeah, all the Republicans you know they call they they tell me to come over and we do coke and have orgies, to well that's not really true or maybe it is true to his wife left him after they only been married for a year, to all the other lunacy, and then of course all the videos that came out of him and it's just it's it's all weird but he's out of course he blames everybody else it was just an interesting night you've got a you got one guy who's very Trumpian. The one, the one, the the opportunity to, and and very much a in Pennsylvania, a the election was false, and I'm going to show you how. But you also had Trump not do so well in other places. So it was it's an interesting night there. On the home front, when you look across the nation, if you're the Democrats, though, are you thrilled with what you see? Not according to any poll. In the last, I don't know, 12 months. Our brand new poll of polls on the president's approval rating. You see that President Biden has a 40% approval rating in the CNN poll of polls, 55% disapprove. This is a huge warning sign for Democrats, the president's party. This is not where they would like to see the president's numbers come November. We also asked folks to get a sense about how things are going in the U.S., 65% of Americans in our brand new CNN poll tonight say they are concerned about how things are going in the U.S. Only 4% excited, 10% optimistic. Even one in five say that they are scared. Yeah, by the way, I I didn't know you had a poll of polls. That's like a king of king and a poll of polls. People are worried. People are worried. 
for all the excitement yesterday of this guy or that guy, this lady over here, that the reality is, is when everything's said and done and it's going to be head to head, it's not just two Republicans or three Republicans beating up on each other, two Democrats beating up on each other. And you finally square off and you look over and it's a Republican over here and a Democrat over there. And they're going to be staring at each other. And then it's going to get to the point of instead of trying to out Republican each other, out Democrat each other, you're going to say to yourself, what have you done? And the Democrats are going to go. They're going to say you're part of the racist. You know, they're going to call you racist and homophobe and all of these things. And but most people are looking around and they're thinking the same thing always. It's the economy, stupid. What's driving people's uh, vote across the country? Number one issue by far, nearly six in 10 Americans at our polls say it is the economy, followed by 30% that say it's domestic or social issues. Only 3% say foreign policy. And then we also wanted to get a sense of just how people are feeling about politics in America. Look at this, a majority of Americans, 53%, basically say they're burned out on politics. 23%, nearly a quarter say they're fired up, 24% 24% another quarter say neither. Yeah. Huh. I get why you're burned out, but it's the economy, stupid. Six and ten. When has it never been not the economy? And the, and, and the, the, the sad thing is I think they thought a lot of foreign policy would help them with Ukraine, but it really hasn't, which is it's, it's, it's short thinking, right? Small-minded thinking in a lot of ways. But when you've got gas going through the roof and i was last night i'm sitting there and going through stories and i'm looking around at stuff and uh you know there's jp morgan not actual jp morgan but and they're like six dollar gas nationwide possible yeah it's really possible wouldn't be surprising you're like whoa six dollar gas five dollars is you're 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 struggling, right? Like four fifty sucks, but if you got the six dollar gas, that means in California they're paying almost eight dollars a gallon. You know when we look over and everybody always says stuff about Europe, it's like oh their gas prices are much higher, but they don't drive anywhere. We're a nation that drives. We're a nation that consumes oil because we do drive. We go from point A to point B. For us to travel 20, 30, 40, 50, me, 60 miles to and from work every single day, that's 120 miles, by the way, is what I travel on a daily basis. It's not a big deal because we're a driving nation. New York, Chicago, you look at some of these these bigger cities where the reality is, is they built much of the transportation First, around the homes. And homes went up instead of out. But for a lot of the nation, sprawl came out. If we got to $6 a gallon, because I probably am thinking we're going to get near $5 nationwide by the... I wouldn't be... I I, I don't think we're going to get there by Memorial Day, but easily by the middle of June we will be. And by July 4th, I wouldn't be surprised if we're sitting there. And what's that do if you're, if you're, if you're a Democrat? How do you, how do you, you, there's nothing you can say. 
And then, of course, you have Roe v. Wade. And remember the thing about Roe v. Wade and all the stuff. And, oh, my God, they're energized. And this is going to happen. So you've got gas to the roof. You've got a struggling economy. People are worried and scared. You've got immigration problem that's a hot mess. You've got a lot of these things. And then you've got Roe v. Wade. And everybody's like, well, they're going to be energized for this. Hmm. But let's look at that across party lines when it comes to those who say they're fired up. 33% of Republicans say they're fired up. That's true of only 25% of Democrats and 14% of independents who say that. So this is a little bit of that enthusiasm advantage on display here that we've been talking about for the Republicans in this midterm political climate. They're just as fired up. And I think people are surprised. That this is going to be, you know, that was it was it the blue wave everybody talks about. There's a chance this is going to be a red tsunami. There is a big chance for that. Now, anything can happen between now and then. But if you're sitting here right now, you're looking around. If you're a Democrat going, we got nothing going for us, guys. We don't. We got nothing going for us. We're seeing gas prices through the roof. We're seeing inflation rise. We have a baby forming shortage in the most prosperous nation on the planet. We have a, a, a president that is well past his sell-by date whose reaction times are really bad. And when he does make a decision, more often than not, it's wrong. We have got numerous issues across the board when it comes to the way that we're messaging and how we're messaging certain things. And I'm not just talking about the economy. COVID is flaring up here or there, and there are going to be some questions as we head to the midterms because you know there's going to be a flare up here or there. How do Democratic states or purplish states handle a situation where if there's a flare up, if there's a surge or a spike, whatever you want to call it, how do they go and handle handle that when people are like, you know what, it's the forever flu, we need to get on with it. You start locking people down again, you think that's going to help? No. There are plenty of problems. The question is, how do you deal with them in messaging? And it can't be that all, you know, you come out and you scream ultra MAGA, and you go out and you yell nonstop that they're all racist, and that's every Republican, and think that that's going to help anything. It's not. You've got to figure out a way of getting into a better position and reaching the people, talking to the people, and making it about real issues and not things like the color of your skin is all that matters. What you identify is all that it matters. How many genders you are is all that it matters, etc., etc. 323-538-2423. At Chad Menson Show is your Twitter. We'll talk more about that. Interesting stuff coming out of Buffalo. More and more we find out about this uh, This just the more you read, the more that you start to understand this. This kid was screaming for help. He was struggling in many different ways. And uh, there's no doubt he had racist thoughts. And there's no doubt you cannot deny that what he did was vile and horrible. But he was a hot mess. And did people know about it? Talk about that. Woke stuff as well. More on the UFOs yesterday, huh? Huh? 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Calibrate. Losing weight is most importante. Getting yourself in better shape. How do you do that? You know, people always talk about where does that begin? 
Well, it begins first and foremost in the kitchen, making lifestyle changes, but not insane lifestyle changes because you just can't live that way forever. Honest, real lifestyle changes. And the other thing is they've started to realize, and this is where Calibrate comes in, is you need to figure out how to reset your metabolism. That's what Calibrate does. FDA-approved medication with Calibrate, with lifestyle changes, one-on-one video coach apping app. You've got an amazing, uh, just an amazing team that's going to work with you through this entire process of losing weight. And let me tell you something, it works and it's sustainable. It's going to reset your metabolism, and in doing so, your body's not going to hold on to fat. It's going to understand that being lighter is better, and that's great. You're going to have a video doctor visit as well as they go through everything. You are going to love this program. And losing weight's never been easier and better than before than with Calibrate. And it's truly incredible. On average, Calibrate's earliest members lost about 20% so far of their body weight, and they're continuing to lose. How would you like to be 20% lighter than you are now? Right? Fits into anybody's schedule. And right now, save it a one-year metabolic reset by going to joincalibrate.com. Use code CHAD. That's joincalibrate.com. The code is CHAD. Joincalibrate.com. Use code CHAD. Chad Benson Show. Hashtag me too. Hashtag immigration reforms. Hashtag help. I'm trapped in a hashtag factory and I can't get out. The Chad Benson Show. Really, this story developed legs when in 2017, the New York Times ran a front page story on some of these videos that had been leaked, showing strange peanut shaped objects flying in front of our top guns off the coast of California. And, you know, that just reignited the whole thing. Yep. Yesterday, lots of uh, questions and no real answers. Which is, you know, all kidding aside, is it Little Green Men? Is it, you know, it's a different uh, multiverse? Some of that, you know, all question, you know, all the joking aside, the reality is there is 140 cases of which the Navy's investigated of objects that they can't explain. Talking about at times, they there's been 13 different times where our planes almost collided with something that they didn't recognize they could outmaneuver and outgun them so all kidding aside that's scary because if it's not our stuff and it's not extraterrestrial or whatever you want to call it that means it's somebody's stuff here that can do things our things just can't if we're really being visited the evidence wouldn't just be limited to you know military exercises off the coast of the US you would see them from the satellites that we have orbiting the earth you would see them everywhere and the FAA wouldn't allow your uh, next flight to take off from LaGuardia because after all if there're aliens up there who don't file don't file flight plans you know that could be dangerous i don't i don't buy that because if something can come here wherever it's from from you know millions of light years away or from a different dimension multiverse whatever it is Chances are, if they are up there or down here, the reality is, is their technology is so much more advanced than anything we could imagine. You don't think they can get around any of their stuff that we have? Absolutely. And then, of course, you have what do people think? Polls taken over decades have shown that one third of the American public believes that aliens are visiting Earth. In other words, 
100 million people already believe that the extraterrestrials are here. Uh, they report at least 10,000 sightings every year. So the fact that they've got more cases than they had before doesn't actually surprise me. But you go back in time and you look at, you know, ancient, you know, everything from hieroglyphics to carvings. There is always something. And like they what do you think they were doing a thousand years ago? Let's carve this thing here. This will be great. We're going to carve something up. And, uh, and then like in, you know, twelve hundred years, people are going to go, oh, my God, what does this mean? And we're like the jokes on you guys. No, there's there's real questions to be answered. And we didn't get it. And then after all of that stuff yesterday. Then they went behind closed doors and the kind of closed doors where you turn all your stuff in, right? So you're not taking your phones in and the people that work for you, your assistants and stuff, they're not coming in. That's where you find out the real stuff. Yesterday was all declassified. What's the classified stuff look like? Hmm? 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. More disturbing, if you can even say that, stuff coming out about the Buffalo shooter just horrific horrible my goodness me how many red flags could human beings have i think that's a real good question that we start to ask got some woke stuff for you because of course it is wednesday and it's the chad benson show Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Russian soldier pled guilty to war crimes for shooting an unarmed elderly man, the first to be prosecuted in all of this. If you guys saw this the other day, we didn't touch about it yesterday because we were still talking a bit about Buffalo. We'll get that in a minute. But former Russian colonel right, goes on uh, one of their big uh, TV shows. It's like So it's like, so think about, just think if there was your nightly news but with your nightly news, they have a 60 Minutes Fox MSNBC panel show. And there he is, right? So, but we have our Sunday morning shows, but they do theirs in prime time because there's not a lot going on. And so this colonel goes on, colonel, former colonel, Mikhail Khodnonik. Mr. Khodnonik was cut off on numerous occasions by the other panelists, and he just kept going. <laughs> and what did he say? Yeah, we're getting our asses kicked. It's not, yeah, yeah, yeah. He says, uh, it's, it's, it's not even close. And he goes, by the way, they have a million-person army right now in Ukraine. Think about that. They have a million-person army in Ukraine, and they're mobilized. And on top of that, they've got the best weapons in the world from everybody. And then people went after him, right, right, and and started going off. And then he continued on because he just didn't stop. And this went on for four minutes. And this is their big TV. This is their Kremlin TV. 
And he says, we need to consider that this is our strategic calculations, that uh, things are going to get worse. He goes, Russia needs to treat the threat of a million Ukrainian soldiers as a reality in the nearest future. And they continue to go on, right? So you, they've got this lady who's kind of like their, uh, their uh, uh, like part, you know, you know, Laura Ingram and Coulter meets Jen Psaki, who's all for the, you know, the Kremlin. And so she's coming hard at this guy. And he keeps pushing back. And then he says, oh, and by the way, we also need to understand that the rest of the world hates us. Paraphrasing. I don't speak Russian that's good. The rest of the world hates us. Hates us. He goes, and the whole world is against us, even if we don't want to admit it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And then he said, uh, you know, the whole thing about Finland, right? So today, for you guys don't know, Finland and Sweden did something today. I warmly welcome the requests by Finland and Sweden to join NATO. To join NATO, Jens Stoltenberg joining NATO. The applications you have made today are an historic step. The Russian colonel goes on to say, uh, the thought of nuclear war or nuclear, you know, threat against uh, uh, Finland's basically a joke. It's just, it's ridiculous. Enough. Four minutes. You got to say this stuff which was an eye-popping thing for the Russians. But you have to think, you have lost how many people to either injury, capture, or death? 40, 50,000? You're going up against a million-person army? Because that's what it's become. You may not have a uniform on some do you got jeans and a t-shirt and tennis shoes but your weapon says you're not just here to farm you're not just here to work on a car and what people are saying is not only are they in a position right now where they've backed off the the ukrainians they've they've seeded parts of the south obviously, but they've also done some other things, and it looks like there is going to be an offensive against the Russians. Going to get ugly. It's going to get ugly. And if you're sitting there and you're that isolated, what are you going to do? What are you going to do at this point? He was honest. People are starting to go, oh, is that really what happened? That's really what's happening. You are completely isolated and you've gone into a country that is armed with the arms of the teeth with the best weapons in the world stuff that even our soldiers don't have because we're real-time testing it and economically the world's with them and they're going to rebuild them we all are and you're going to flounder for years to come Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson shows your Twitter tweet at us. Yesterday I spoke to Erica Turski's in Buffalo, and we were chatting. You know this 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 horrific incident, racist, mental illness. I think played a, a bit of a part uh, in in this as well. This kid was screaming and yelling for help, and this 
was fascinating because so he has this 120 or 150 page whatever it is manifesto and it's all over the place by the way it's 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 everything from memes to you know he juxtaposes his own self and you know hates Fox News because they're out to get him it's a communist one minute is it's, it's it's he's just he doesn't know he knows he's going down a dark hole though so one of those things where you know something's happening but he can't stop it. can't this right here is really telling though and very disturbing about one of the things they're finding out that not only was in this manifesto but in a lot of his other writings especially on discord uh, there was also this really disturbing post about animal abuse of all things hmm. and 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 i raise it because i think as as, as people wonder about the parents of of this 18 year old he killed a cat and at it's a pretty graphic thing, and I'll spare you the, the details, but after he kills this cat, and he's posting about this, um, he goes to his mother to say, hey, I killed this cat, and she gives him the box to bury the cat in. And, and I find it interesting because, I mean, it's horrible, and you don't want to talk about it, but clearly in that particular case, his, his mother knew what he did. And so it does, I think, raise a question about what else um, he did that the parents might have known about. And that's a good question. Uh, by all counts, they seem to be pretty good parents. The other two kids, uh, I think he's got a little brothers and stuff. They seem to be okay. Uh, he had threatened his class. You know, it was one of those things like, what are you going to do after school, you know, kind of thing. And when you graduate, and, you know, he's talking about basically killing everybody at graduation and committing suicide. He had problems. He was screaming for help. But there's not a lot, you know, we, it's finding that, that fine line of mental illness where people start slipping and you get them the help. Uh, you know, I, I I continue to say this, and people shot back at me yesterday. I said, that's impossible, Chaz, no way. This kid was primed for anything. If he would have saw a charismatic imam, he could have been radicalized. He would have been on the first plane to Jonestown. He was looking for something. He was miserable and unhappy. Along the way, he kept saying, you know, his parents were finding out about it, he thinks. Uh, they were asking some questions. He had a speeding ticket when he went out there because where he lived was much further away. And uh, they, they were becoming suspicious on some of the things. They had no idea he'd bought some of this stuff. It is, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a horrible situation. And there isn't a lot you're going to do. I mean, we've, we've talked about it. You, you, here's the problem is if you think somebody's mentally ill, okay, what do you do? I mean, we don't do anything with the people that are on the streets, crap on the streets, or talking to themselves in the corner, half naked, one shoe. We don't do anything with them. We need to have a better way of doing things. But we need to, you know, we, we can't just go and the slippery slope is, we think somebody's kind of starting to go down a path of, of darkness. And in doing so, you don't want to go in and, you know, because we, we have this weird thing where, okay, we'll go, we'll take all their guns and everything away from them. And well, and then what? Well, then they got to sue to get their guns back. Well, you don't want that because then people are going to make false accusations. It's where is that, that, that sweet spot 
when you see people, you get them help. When you see people, you you can intervene if you think that something's really there. You know, it's the whole see something, say something when you think of something like terrorism or crime. But mental illness is a different thing. And and parents, too. You know, nobody wants to admit their kids maybe has issues. And it's not the adolescent issues of depression, but I'm going to grow out of it. And I'll be this kid had some serious issues and he was crying for help. Told his family he was still going to college at a JC and he had dropped out long, long before that. He was making money selling uh, coins, not bitcoins or anything like silver coins. And th- it was just, there was a lot of issues. And he was all over the place. The, you know, of course, everybody's going to blame somebody for, oh, it's this person's fault, it's that person's fault. It's this kid was ripe for the opportunity to be radicalized. And I don't even think he knows what he's radicalized for. We, you know, when you kill a cat, go look at, I don't know, every serial killer almost ever. They have a few things in common. Not always the same. Animal abuse is one. And weirdly enough, starting fires and bedwetting. But it's... But the animal thing, man, you're, you're and not just hunting and stuff, just there's a stray cat. I'm going to kill it and chop it up. What? That's a problem. Like you have a problem. But mom's like, mm, here's a box, bury it. Because she didn't want to admit, hey, something's wrong with my kid. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson shows your Twitter Tweet at us, text the program. Love hearing from all of you. Absolutely do. People always ask me, but Chad, you feed uh, your animals things. I said, mice are awful. I think we can all agree with that. I hate, I won't feed my animals any live things because I just, it's not good for them because uh, these animals fight back. And it, it's just, and I like rats. I hate doing that because Rats, no. Mice don't care. Mice will climb into an animal's mouth. They're so stupid. And they'll eat each other and they're gross. But I do. I hate the rat thing. Because they know. They know. They're like, this thing is going to try to eat me. Like, and I feel bad about that. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show. It's your Twitter. Tweet at us. My pillow. Right now is the BOGO. The buy one, get one free extravaganza. And it is extravagantly good. The BOGO. Deep discounts on everything because you get to buy one, get one free pricing, right? So your keys, your dream sheets, your towels, your stow and go anywhere pillows, your my pillows, your mattress toppers, everything. Massive, 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 massive discounts. Six day money back guarantees. You're not happy, send it back and say, look, I just didn't feel this was great. Everything's made in the United States of America. The cotton's grown right here. You have to love people to put their money where their mouth is when it comes to doing and growing things here and producing it here. And it is awesome. It is truly amazing to the quality is second to none. So right now, it's the buy one, get one extravaganza at MyPillow.com slash Benson. Bed sheets, yes. My pillows, yes. Just the tip of the iceberg. Full list of BOGO offers. All you have to do is go to MyPillow.com slash Benson or call 800-983-4975. The buy one, get one free savings today. Plus, you're going to get Mike's book free with any purchase. MyPillow.com slash Benson or call 800 983 49 75. Chad Benson Show.
Plenty of bowl of chili with plenty of peppers. One Mexican heartburn. Why don't you mugs grow up? The Chad Benson Show, where independent a la carte thinkers have a seat at the table and a voice in the dialogue. I'll have what she's having. This is Chad Benson. It's time to get a little woo I think my most toxic trait is that I want to befriend Republicans so that they can have a trans friend. And then when they get pregnant or have a baby, I want them to invite me to the gender reveal party and convince them that being tr- the way I became trans is like a witch came up to me, a transgender witch came up to me and like forced me to be transgender. And then I'm going to like put my hand on the stomach at before they pop the balloon at the gender reveal party. And I'm going to go, your baby is now transgender. But I want every old lady there to keel over and die, have a heart attack. Oh, sounds like so much fun. A girl can dream. You're not a girl. <laughs> you're not fooling anyone at all. I'm a girl. No, you're not. That's how you feel. Remember, feelings aren't reality. As far as like, if you feel sad today, doesn't mean you're Eeyore. If you feel angry, doesn't mean that you're Thor. I feel angry. Doesn't mean you're the Hulk. Well, Hulk smash. I don't know if this is real. Speaking of the Hulk. I guess it is. I've not watched the trailer. I'll watch it. She-Hulk, attorney at law. What? What are we doing? (laughs) It's She-Hulk, attorney at law. I just, uh, goodness me. I don't know how. I don't know what we do anymore at this point. How did we get here? She-Hulk, attorney at law. More wokeness, because it is Wednesday. We like to give it to you. So you've got that, right? So that that's the witch that is going out to do witchy things when you are going to have a baby so they can scale, scare grandma and grandpa, you know. Ooh. And grandpa's like, I fought the Nazis, you little. Settle down. I'm scared of you. I'm not scared of you. How about this? I have never and I will never use the word transspecies because Aryans are not transspecies. We are not transitioning to another species. It is a spiritual identity where we believe that at heart or in a past life, we were an animal. We do not transition. We do not, we don't believe that we're actually that animal. Spiritually we are. Our identities are still valid and should be respected. Oh, okay. This is it. Chad, why should this matter? I'll tell you why it matters. How about this? Here's a school board, Rockford High. What did they do? They just spent 10 grand on a closet. What? So earlier tonight, the school board approved a grant application from Rockbridge High School's Gay Straight Alliance Club. GSA will apply for $10,000 from the It Gets Better project for a clothing closet to allow students to express themselves at school. The closet's called Coming Out of the Closet in Style, and the board approved it. Opponent of the idea says it was exclusive to only allow LGBTQ plus students access the closet. However, in the application, students reiterated that the closet is for everyone. Why? Why? What does this have to do with math? Nothing. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Miss any of the show, grab the podcast. 
Jim can't read or add, but he goes in and out of that closet all day. Does he identify at any time as somebody who can read or do math? No. He should do that. Chad Benson Show. This is the Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Hello, happy Wednesday. Get you over the hump. We do it every Wednesday. More woke stuff coming up. Compete, you know, com- being completely honest with you, I follow the primary somewhat, but not super in depth because. Uh, I like anything, right? You know, it's like, uh, you know, I'll show up at the final. (laughs) When there's a final, let me know. If there's a big game, I'm watching that. Like, I love the Champions League soccer, but I really don't get into it, like, until I know, right? Like, it's Man City, Real Madrid, semifinal. I'm watching that, right? It's RB Leipzig versus, you know, Stal Bucharest. Not watching that. (laughs) Not. Those are soccer teams. Right, like it's. I'm not watching baseball, but you know, I'm not watching a, a just a run-of-the-mill baseball game. I haven't watched much hockey this year. You know what I'm watching the last couple of weeks? Hockey. Why? Because it matters. It's the playoffs. Playoffs. It is. But some interesting things going on there. Madison Cawthon lost. Not a shocker. He. Uh, I never saw anybody torpedo as fast as as he did, and not all of it was because of. Other people, you know, he's like, blame you if people want to come after me. Kind of this like, dude, you you blew yourself up on more than a few occasions. You did, right? I mean, you, you blew yourself up. If they want to be able to pay off people from my past to try and bring up old pictures or things that happened years and years ago, uh, I feel free to let them do that. I think the American people will see through that. All they had to do was listen to you. You're the one who came out and said, yeah, I do all this coke and orgies with Republicans. Democrats are like, see, if you guys talk more about that, maybe we'd be on your side. <laughs> maybe we'd be fine with uh, trickle-down economics. But, and then that was a lot. I mean, he was all over the place. And, of course, the pictures that came out and stuff. But I didn't follow much. One thing I did follow, though, was the race in Pennsylvania for the Senate. So you have uh, Oz and McCormick are, it's, it's. It's a coin flip. I don't know what it's going to look like. Uh, they're both like, you know, somewhat cautiously claiming something, but the reality is nobody really knows what's going to happen. Right? Nobody nobody did cuz it's that close. I mean, it was 32.1 and 30 2.1. All eyes on Pennsylvania's Republican Senate primary. The nail-biting race still too close to call. We can see the path ahead. We can see victory ahead. And it's all because of you. Former hedge fund CEO David McCormick locked in a tight race with TV doctor Mehmet Oz. 
with far-right commentator Kathy Barnett trailing further behind. The primary, a major test of Trump's endorsement. The former president throwing his support behind Oz. Yeah, but on the other side, an interesting cat. So the lieutenant governor of the great state of Pennsylvania, John Fetterman, very interesting guy. It's, he's a dude. It's just a guy, right? Wears hoodies and shorts most of the time. He's a lieutenant governor there. He is a ginormous mountain of a man. He's like eight feet tall. Just a good cat in a lot of ways, but very much a populist, right? Super progressive in a lot of things. And he's going out into red parts of the state, and he is making some noise. Yesterday, he had to have surgery because he had a stroke. That's right. His wife celebrating their victory. It's very positive. He had a very successful surgery. Again, stroke. Today, so he's well on his way to a full recovery. That's got to play a part, right? It has to. And that, whoever, you know, emerges from Oz and McCork, that's going to be there. And this is going to be, there's six or seven big races where you go, this will decide the Senate. Everything else is locked up. You're not going to see any shocks. Mark Kelly out here, who's he going to face? He's in John McCain's seat. Who's he going to face? Nobody knows. Mark Burnovich is the AG. There's a couple other people. But this is going to be one of those ones. And the dude is very interesting. And part of it, too, is it's very unassuming. Rolls out there, shorts, T-shirts, kind of just having a, a chat with people. People like that. Sits down in a regular chair in a yard, drinks a beer with somebody, BSs with them, has a laugh, moves on. That guy in New Jersey last year who upset the, 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 you know, the, the, the entire apple cart in New Jersey, the guy that was the head of the legislature for years got beat by this guy, who had like a $500 budget. Why? Because he went out and met with the people. Hey, what's going on? How you doing? Hi. This is one of those guys. Candidates are running across the country and winning on the populist Trump America first platform. Strong borders, safe communities, no woke politics, no indoctrination in our schools. Men are men, women are women. Law enforcement is wonderful. And we want low inflation and a strong dollar. These issues are going to carry us to victory in November. There are no more Democrat populists. This guy's kind of one. A little bit more progressive, but he's kind of that way. The Democrats have so many issues running in this election. I mean, just where do you turn to? Where do you turn? I mean, listen to this poll. Our brand new poll of polls on the president's approval rating. You see that President Biden has a 40% approval rating in the CNN poll of polls, 55% disapprove. This is a huge warning sign for Democrats, the president's party. This is not where they would like to see the president's numbers come November. We also asked folks to get a sense about how things are going in the U.S., 65% of Americans in our brand new CNN poll tonight say they are concerned about how things are going in the U.S. Only 4% excited, 10% optimistic. Even one in five say that they are scared. Scared? Yeah, scared. About what? Not monsters, about life. 
prices through the roof, feeding your kid. We're in the greatest nation in the world, and we have a baby formula shortage. Soak that up for a second. This isn't everybody freaked out because we can't see a virus, and we all went out and bought all the toilet paper because we're not quite sure what this virus can do, and every Clorox product you could find. Baby formula shortage in America, of which our president and administration saw. That's not going to help you. It's not. Then, of course, you have Roe v. Wade, right? So you have all this stuff going on. People thought, man, once this happens, they're going to be energized. They're going to be excited. You just heard. What do people care about? Six in ten care about the economy. And I can almost guarantee you the other four, the economy's number two in their things that they're worried about. Enthusiasm. But let's look at that across party lines when it comes to those who say they're fired up. 33% of Republicans say they're fired up. That's true of only 25% of Democrats and 14% of independents who say that. So this is a little bit of that enthusiasm advantage on display here that we've been talking about for the Republicans in this midterm political climate. Yeah, and you usually get that. So you don't really have anybody who's speaking to the people. This is why this guy resonates so well. Speaks to the people, goes out and has a conversation. I I look at him and I think, I don't like a lot of his politics. Totally can hang out with that guy, though. Looks like a fun guy, somebody you can have a conversation with, a vigorous debate, and would probably see my side for what it is and his side for what it is. We'd probably agree on a lot of things. Uh, I know that would be a shocker to people. That's how you win things is you find where are you agreeable. I don't, it, it's amazing. And then you go from there. It, 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 you just sit there and you think, if you're a Democrat, what are you doing? What are you running on? You're not running on 10 11% inflation, 8.5% inflation. Right? You're not running on beating COVID because COVID's starting to come up. And you lied about that the other day when you guys tweeted out, well, there was no, you know, when Joe came into power, there was, there was no vaccines. Yes, there was. <laughs> Lies. Right? You're not running on wokeness. You're not doing any of that. You're not, run, you're not running on immigration, great foreign policy. You lost that when things went south in Afghanistan. I mean, this, you're just struggling across the board. Then this happened the other day in Buffalo, and now you're like, all right, we got something new here. We got something new, so we need to start doing this. Brand every Republican. This is the party of the replacement theory. Take what is a sliver, or I'm a real minority, but a minority, and make it the entire raison d'etre of the Republican Party. Do the same thing with violence. It's the RV party. It's the Republican violence party. Really, how's that? How's it the Republican violence party? First of all, you're... you're your desperation stinks, Donnie, Donnie Deutsch. Your desperation stinks. The Republican Violent Party? Well, yeah, you saw what that kid 133 people were killed over the weekend and, and, and murdered. Where do you think most of those things happen? It was across the country. Blue cities. Was that 33, 35 people shot in mm, Chicago? Well, that's all because of Republic. It's all because of Republic. So everything's because of re- desperation. But now it's all replacement. Get them on the record. Get them on the record saying that. Well, no, because you're going to brand them that. So it really doesn't matter. Do you believe that there's a replacement going on? No, I don't. Do I want better immigration policies? Absolutely. Because the immigration policy we have now is there is no policy. Doesn't make you a racist. Makes you a, re- a realist. 
But if you're going to, and remember what Rolling Stone magazine did, which is just a joke anyways, but they put, you know, he's not a lone wolf. He's mainstream Republican. The shooter. It just, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's not going to win. And if you think that's bringing the country closer together, when your whole thought process is everybody on the other side is a violent racist, that's not bringing the country together. It's not. 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson Show's your Twitter. Tweet at us, roughgreens, R-U-F-F, greens.com slash Chad. Rough Greens is great, created by uh, naturopathic doctor Dennis Black, who spent He's a Vietnam veteran-era helicopter pilot, right? Distinguished service medal winner. It's a guy who's a, a, a Green Beret, a, a, a Ranger, who's done all of these amazing things. He survived cancer. He's done all of these incredible things, and he believes this thing is, is, is the greatest thing he's done, which is he wants to help animals, in particular dogs. So I created K9 Smart from Rough Greens. Vitamins, minerals, probiotics, antioxidants, omega-369, all this incredible stuff, because his belief is... Uh, the food that you serve your dogs is dead food. It's not living food. When you put rough greens on it one scoop a day, you watch what happens. He wants to get this to as many people as possible, and he wants you to try it before you buy it. My dog Doodle swears by it. He is living his best life, even though he should probably have been put to sleep a few years ago. But rough greens keeps him going, 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 and I love that. Try it right now. If your dog struggles with everything from, you know, they're lethargic, maybe they've got digestive enzyme uh, issues, they're, they're just, you, you name it, they've got allergies, watch what happens. It's amazing. Scoop a day right on top of your dog's food. Two-week trial right now. It's a bag they're going to send you absolutely free. You cover the cost of shipping. R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Chad. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Chad Benson Show. States? Uh, no. Deep doo-doo? Yeah. The Chad Benson Show. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. Ignition. Liftoff. Now it's time to find out what's trending. What's trending? Yeah, what does that mean? I mean something, right? Like it's trending on the old internet. What's trending? Let's take a peek, find out what's trending on the webs of internet. Number one trending thing yesterday was the Celtics. Got beat up by the Miami Heat. Game one of their Eastern Conference Finals. Pennsylvania primary number two. Telling you what happened there. Madison Cawthon ousted in North Carolina primary. Uh Uh-oh. She-Hulk. I don't even know what to say. I've not seen it. But I will tell you this. At some point today, maybe during the break, I will watch the She-Hulk trailer and give you my assessment of UFOs trending as well as Eric Clapton. He's got COVID-19. Taylor Hawkins, Foo Fighters. Rolling Stone uh, did an article. We'll touch on it later, but let's just say they were not very forward in a lot of different things. And uh, it's a... uh, Again, they just, there's, it's Rolling Stone. There's just nothing about them that seems to be, just go report on music or whatever you're supposed to do. Head over to the magical world of 
Twitter. Let's take a peek and see what's going on there. Dr. Oz trending. Absolutely a... I don't even know, I mean, how they're going to do this. It's too close to call, super recount. You know they're both lawyered up. McCormick, who is the former hedge fund manager, is up against Dr. Mehmet Khaz, the Oz, the great imperial Oz. I, I, everybody's going to be lawyered up. More than 950 Ukrainian fighters have left Mariupol Steelworks. They have uh, surrendered to the Russians. And uh, the Azov, so the Azov group, which is the, the, if you want to talk about are there Nazis or hardcore nationalists, that would be the group that is the Azov group. They have surrendered, and they're going to interrogate some of them, and then others who are just, you know, civilian fighters. Doesn't look like they're going to interrogate, but I don't believe anything the Russians say anyways. Yeah, I don't believe that either. Tiger Woods, Phil Mickelson trending. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. It's a very weird thing that's going on in golf. But much like other sports, it is good questions being asked about why isn't Phil defending his championship this weekend starting tomorrow? It's the it's the uh, PGA Championship. Last year, Phil became the oldest winner on the PGA Tour and to win a major. And he's not there. Why? Tiger's going to be there. So it's a interesting thing. It has all to do with Saudi Arabia. What? Exactly. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. And Downton Abbey is trending. I have never seen one episode of Downton Abbey. I'm not bragging. I'm just saying. I've not. Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Hello! The woke stuff coming up in just a bit. You guys remember the coronavirus? The next wave of coronavirus will be an offshoot of the Omicron variant. Except that this variant is by far the most transmissible we've ever seen before. Dr. Peter Hotez, the dean of the National School of Tropical Medicine in Houston, says it's still unclear how dangerous the new variant is. And so... Have respect for it. Dr. Hotez himself is just getting over a COVID infection that brought him moderate symptoms of fatigue, headache, and sore throat. That's me every day. (laughs) Producer Phil, you laugh at this, so are you, Anthony. I sneezed the other day, couldn't walk for like an hour. Oh, goodness me. It is crazy. My uh, my on-air partner at my local show <laughs> a couple weeks ago, God, you play? I didn't play very well. What happened? He goes, ah, I uh, I was stretching before my softball came. He was like, and I injured myself. <laughs> like, getting old. I mean, he had, he had headaches, 
fatigue, and a sore throat. I'm like, that is, that's an everyday life. And I don't even know what mild symptoms are anymore. I don't. Because you get to a certain level where, like, uh, if I didn't have any symptoms, I'd be like, something's wrong with me. <laughs> I feel great. My body doesn't hurt. I'm bouncing around. Ooh. COVID's not going anywhere. Again, look at what people are talking about. CNN's got their, and and I love this. You guys will hear this. How big is this poll? CNN's going to tell you about the poll. And it, they're going to tell you. It is a poll. Our brand new poll of polls on the president's approval rating. You see that President Biden has a 40% approval rating in the CNN poll of polls. 55% disapprove. This is a huge warning sign for Democrats, the president's party. This is not where they would like to see the president's numbers come November. We also asked folks to get a sense about how things are going in the U.S. 65% of Americans in our brand new CNN poll tonight say they are concerned about how things are going in the U.S. Only 4% excited, 10% optimistic. Even one in five say that they are scared. I don't know what they're scared of. I'm assuming it's the economy. They, you guys should probably do better polling, and especially if you're going to have the poll of polls. <sighs> what do people care about? You didn't hear them talk about COVID. What do people care about? You did not hear them mention lockdowns. Any, what do people care about? Six in ten say the economy, stupid. And four of the other 10, right? So there's six over here, like, dude, it's the economy. It's two or three for them. Oh. Yeah. It's not going anywhere. Should be worried if you're a Democrat. I mean, what are you going to roll out? Honestly, what's your, like, what's your go-to thing this election season this election season your go-to thing is what nothing you don't have a go-to thing you have none of that you're going to blame the republicans for as much as you can because we live in a world where blaming is important much more important than actual achievement <laughs> is to look over and, and blame somebody for something. But if you're sitting there and you're thinking, all right, coronavirus, we can't lock down for the coronavirus, right? So nobody seems to really care about what we're doing internationally, even though I think we're doing a pretty good job, uh, you know, with a lot of this stuff. I think we could have been a little stronger early on, but I don't really have too many complaints when it comes to what's going on with the way that we've handled Ukraine. Although he is now, I don't know if you guys quietly heard yesterday, uh, yeah, we're sending some more troops into Somali. Excuse me? What? We have sent some troops into Somali. You're doing what? It's Somali. There's, a, there's an issue. Afghanistan? Nightmare. Let's talk about immigration. So I think it's the 23rd now is when... Title 42 is going to disappear. That's right, kids. Title 42 is going to be gone. What are we going to do? Mr. Mayorkas. We are surging resources to the southwest border. 
personnel, facilities, medical resources, transportation. That's what you're doing? Really? Okay. So you're surging now because you know it's coming. And rather than instead of doing what you've done in the past, what I mean that is when Trump was here or even when Obama said, no, sorry, we're the deporter-in-chief, you're, you're doing what? What can we do to make your stay more comfortable? How can we get you through this process a little bit easier? You're not interested in slowing things down at all. What we have done is not necessarily predict the flow that we might encounter, but rather we have planned for different scenarios that could, in fact, materialize. Everybody knows what's coming because they're standing on the other side of the border telling you what's coming. That's it. That agency was on the brink of bankruptcy, and that agency has been decimated. And we have been hiring additional asylum officers to be able to implement the asylum officer rule. The asylum officer rule. Oh, what is that going to be? Think of many judges deciding almost on the spot whether or not you could stay here and have asylum and apply for it. Oh, yeah, not go through the, but literally show up, person's going to make a snap judgment after interviewing you whether or not they're going to allow you to stay here. It's like, you know, Judge Dredd, but without the dread. What we are talking about is delivering justice quickly. You're not going to do any of that. You haven't done any of that. You're not going to. Immigration is a debacle. You have failed and continued to fail. I, I could not tell you what our immigration policy is at this moment. I, I, don't, I don't think anybody really knows. I think if you're honest with every, you know, if you're honest with yourself, Nobody seems to really have a grasp of where they want to go. And I think a lot of that is because we're too busy listening to the fringes who are saying it's either all or it's nothing. Well, none of those are true. So the question is, what do we do? How do we go about doing something that is real? We cannot allow two, three, four million people to come here every single year with virtually... No understanding of who they are because you want it so and then tell everybody you're doing all you can. You're ringing the dinner bell and then when people show up, you're like, oh, we didn't invite anybody. You invited everyone. You know how I know? Because they have the invitation in their hand. Good God. It's just, it's embarrassing. So they're getting ready for stuff, right? What are they getting ready for? So as this goes away, this is a film illusion Fox talking about what he's seeing because he's one of the only people down there actually covering this. Border Patrol has started building this brand new tent city compound here in Eagle Pass ahead of Title 42's repeal next Monday, one week from today. We're told this is supposed to uh, expand holding capacity by about another 500 people or so, as well as speed up processing. I'm told construction is supposed to finish right before Title 42 drops, but multiple Border Patrol sources tell us they have concerns about this because uh, they are pulling manpower from stations all across Del Rio 
sector to come and staff this facility. And they have concerns that when Title 42 does drop, that means they're going to have less agents out in the field on patrol because they're going to be doing more paperwork and more processing. And Yeah. We're ill-prepared for what is coming. And that is, well, you just look, tell me where this administration has been prepared for anything. Baby food issue is a perfect example of the absolute failure of this administration to get a handle on things. They knew there were going to be issues months ago because of what took place with Abbott and their Sturgis location and their failure to act on it in any real way of speeding up the process of the investigation and jointly lifting some of the tariffs and allowing some of the trusted importers into this company, a country that we use, to make up for the fact that we are going to be short. I mean, Biden's half-ass... Uh, you know, like the other days, like, well, you know, because it's on the front page. I guess I should address it. You should address it. You should absolutely address it. Doctors say that the toddler and the preschooler from two different families needed that special type of formula made by Abbott because of intestinal conditions. Both of the children had a reaction to another brand. Doctors say the infant is now in stable condition, requiring IV fluids. The toddler has been released from the hospital. It's it's a failure. Failure. And you saw it coming. We see what's coming and you're not going to be braced for it. We can come up with a real plan that can work. It's not going to be perfect. Part of that's on us because our want for everything or nothing is the way that we have things, which is not a good way to live life, people. It's not. It's not. I told somebody this the other day. Here right now is politics in a nutshell. I'll give you a million dollars. I mean, I, I like a million dollars. You got a million dollars? No, 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 no. You start negotiating. Uh, what do you have now? I've got nothing. We got to we got to come up with some idea. It's got a million. Well, you want this one? Seven hundred thousand? I won't take seven hundred thousand. I'll walk away with nothing rather than take your seven hundred thousand. They're like, oh, that's it. We could get seventy percent of the things that we need done in a real way that would benefit us and we have politicians that are not interested doesn't matter what it is abortion gay rights whatever i mean you you name it the all the great things that progressive wants all the great things that democrat uh, republicans want you could find common ground and go from there but we allow the loud the extreme to scream and yell and scare everybody away from actual conversations and doing stuff sad three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at chad buzzard show is your twitter kids tweet at us so let's talk about stuff right your car talking about inflation right through the roof you know one of the big drivers of inflation is this is crazy used vehicles what used vehicles through the roof so if you've got a used vehicle, your car's probably worth more than you realize, but you also understand that should something happen to your car, it's going to get ugly. 
because prices for labor and getting the product are through the roof. So protect yourself with CarShield. 24-7 roadside assistance. Rental car for free while your car's in the shop. Shop is the shop that you choose. Over a million drivers have been helped by CarShield. Your car breaks down. You send it to the place you want. They'll take care of everything CarShield will, including the paperwork, the expensive payment. You pay a small deductible, and then you get on with your life. That's the beauty of CarShield. Right now, you're going to lock in forever pricing and save 10% by going to carshield.com slash Benson or calling 800-391-8888. Again, you'll save 10% and you'll lock in your pricing forever. It's carshield.com slash Benson or 800-391-8888 to save 10% and lock in your forever pricing. A deductible may apply. Chad Benson Show. No need to socially distance while listening to your Chad Benson Show podcast. Four out of five experts say so. I'm a scientist. There is no corona. But hurry before they change their mind. You know they will. Chad's podcast found on iTunes, iHeart, Spotify, and wherever you find your favorite COVID-free podcasts. Oh, my gosh. I kind of like it. I'm not going to lie. This is the Chad Benson Show. So gas prices setting records. Could we be on our way to $6? That's absolutely a possibility nationwide. Currently here in Phoenix, we're at $5 a gallon. Producer Phil, you paid what, $5.25 and then how much did it jump? I paid $4.25 last week. I paid $4.65 yesterday. So $0.40 jump. I was telling you guys last Monday I paid four seventy nine for gas, and the Monday for that I paid four twenty nine. Gas is is it's crazy, and then we have a gas war. I like this by where I live. So where I live is kind of an odd place called the Valley of Dirt People, and uh, love it out there. But the interesting thing is our gas is usually twenty cents cheaper than the Valley because where I live we only have two or three. Like big, I've actually four truck stops. So they're always fuel things there. So gas a little bit cheaper. But when you go into a Casa Grande, which is the other, it's like the central part of the Valley of the Dirt People, but it's not too far away from me. Right off the freeway there, there is a gas war going on. A gas war. 416. Across the street, 420. And across the other part of the street. 422. It's a gas war. I was like, this is nice. It's sad that we're saying that, but the reality is that's what's going on. So if you're the Democrats and you've got people going, yeah, $4.25 isn't bad. Uh, yeah, that's not good for you. We are talking earlier. Mayorkas was speaking. We are surging resources to the southwest border. Personnel, facilities, medical resources, transportation. Alejandro Mayorkas, Department of Homeland Security and the overseer of truth, because he's got that whole, you know, disinformation, misinformation. But reports, and this is crazy, CNN just report. CNN, not Fox News, not Breitbart or the Daily Caller or whatever any of those. No, no. CNN just reported 234,000 people in May. 
cross the border to, quote unquote, claim asylum. Two hundred and thirty four thousand. Wrap your head around that. And Title 42 ends on Monday. And they're expecting a surge that is far greater than that. Those are who we know, depending on who you talk to. Let's just say you double that for the people that come through the border and sneak through rather than try to come into contact and apply. You'll get close to 400,000. That'd be 5 million people. And they'll still say, well, it's 11 million people. I don't see people going the other direction. Do you? And I live on the border. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. It's the Chad Benson Show. This is the Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Interesting night. You look at the primaries. The primaries are one thing. You know, people like Trumpism, is it here to stay? Some people, yes, it's here forever. Uh, we'll see. I mean, you know, it's... Uh, by the way, Trump does Trump stuff. Everybody else is just a failed wannabe of, of that. They're... Politics is no different than watching television shows or movies. They're like everybody's ran out of good ideas. They're like, "Hey, let's just do this again." Oh yeah, that's great. That's great. Yeah, let's just do that again. It's a great idea. It's the same thing, but let's do it again. Yeah, but it's the same. And that's kind of what you know. I see is everybody's just a cheap imitation of 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 Trump. But I I tell you one thing. Last night, so Madison Cawthon, if you guys don't know who he is, North Carolina, it's Congress. It's like 24 when he won. He's in a wheelchair, right? Uh, he, he was like, he rocketed out of nowhere. This was the, one of the futures of the, the Republican Party. And then, man, did that guy just, I mean, it was crazy both of north carolina's republican senators turned on him the state republican party turned on him and what they were saying basically is he's just not mature enough to be in congress and that seems to be the judgment of voters as well he has had just a crazy rise and fall a featured speaker at trump's convention a rising star initially whose star fell very very quickly amid a, a whole range of legal issues as well as embarrassing videos yeah and so you know he came out yesterday and he kind of went after you know everybody for you know going after him if they want to be able to pay off people from my fast to try and bring up old pictures or things that happened years and years ago uh, i feel free to let them do that i think the american people will see through that you were a, you were a hot mess i mean everything you touched went sideways after a while it just did 
you know, you were uh, uh, there was a video that came out earlier this month of him, you know, and another guy. Uh, you had tons of legal issues. You had, I mean, there was so many different things. You accused the Republicans of having all these orgies and doing coke, and you got invited. I mean, it was just one thing after another with him. And he was he was a hot mess. He was. He's young. He's 26 years old. But he was a dumpster fire at the end. And it's and it's you know uh, I I agree with Adam Kinzinger. It's good for America that he's gone. Doesn't mean he can't rise again and come back, mature a little bit. But he. You know, he was one of those guys that was a cheap imitation of Trump trying to be Trump and, you know, just shouldn't have been there, should not have, have been in that situation. There are other 26-year-olds, 21-year-olds. You're like, that guy's mature. That gal's mature. And then there are other people you're like, there's no way that guy should be anywhere near this. I think most of that when it comes to most people in politics. I meet enough people in politics and I think, mm, no. <laughs> No, shouldn't be anywhere near politics. You shouldn't be anywhere near any kind of decision that has to do with anything other than what you should have for dinner. Uh, Mehmet Oz and McCormick are batting out, and it's going to be very close in Pennsylvania. Nobody knows who's going to win that primary at this moment in time. There's still ballots out, but it's a it is it's a coin flip there. And that'll be interesting to see what takes place uh, with them. Uh, but it's it's so early because what's going to happen between now and that night when we go to the polls or you mail your stuff in or if you hand it to somebody who throws it away, we get it. That'll be interesting to see because getting through a primary and by the way, the three that were running in, in, in uh, Pennsylvania were all trying to out Trump each other including Dr. Oz. And, and you know, let me tell you something. Dr. Oz loses. Trump's going to say he was weak. He was weak. I don't, I shouldn't have supported him. He's weak. I should have went with the other guy. Weak, weak, weak. Because that's what ends up happening. Speaking of weak, the other side of it, if you're the president and you're in his party and you're trying to figure out what can we talk about, let's look at the polls and see where things are going well for us. Our brand new poll of polls on the president's approval rating. You see that President Biden has a 40% approval rating in the CNN poll of polls, 55% disapprove. This is a huge warning sign for Democrats, the president's party. This is not where they would like to see the president's numbers come November. We also asked folks to get a sense about how things are going in the U.S., 65% of Americans in our brand new CNN poll tonight say they are concerned about how things are going in the U.S. Only 4% excited, 10% optimistic. Even one in five say that they are scared. Of? I don't know. They're scared. That's tough to turn around, man. That is a tough, tough thing to turn around. So you've got one in five who say, yeah, it's good. It's good. It's good. Yeah. You have 60% of the people saying, the economy sucks. Things are sucky. 
I'm scared about stuff. I'm scared that we're going to a recession. I'm scared we're going backwards. All of those things. There's got to be something, right, we could point to and go, yeah, we're doing good. What's driving people's uh, vote across the country? Number one issue by far, nearly six in 10 Americans at our polls say it is the economy, followed by 30% that say it's domestic or social issues. Only 3% say foreign policy. And then we also wanted to get a sense of just how people are feeling about politics in America. Look at this. A majority of Americans, 53%, basically say they're burned out on politics. 23%, nearly a quarter say they're fired up. 24% another quarter say neither. I burn out on politics. I do. Because it's not politics. Let's I think we need to separate, you know, talking about what's going on in Ukraine, how they're handling it, talking about the real life issues like what's happening with baby formula and and how did we get to this point? Immigration. That's politics. People are burnt out on the reality show of politics. That's what they're burnt out on. They're burnt out on people yelling at each other and nobody wanting to find a solution. They're burning out on all of the stuff that has nothing to do with politics and more to do with Twitter and driving anger. Case in point, Donnie Deutsch. You've got nothing to talk about positive when it comes to the Democrats. So what do you do? Let's attack the Republicans. How do we do that? Brand every Republican. This is the party of the replacement theory. Take what is a sliver or I'm a real minority, but a minority, and make it the entire raison d'etre of the Republican Party. Do the same thing with violence. It's the RV party. It's the Republican Violence Party. So that's it, Republican Violence Party. Because you've got nothing else. I mean, what are we going to say? The economy's doing great? Is it? Do you feel it's doing great? Or do you think to yourself, I don't know if I want to pay $10 for bacon. I don't know if I'm, I'm excited about $5 gas. Six and a half dollar gas, depending on where you live in the country. Four fifty gas. Things are getting more and more expensive. They're getting more and more out of reach. I don't know if I'm excited about that. I don't know if I'm excited about the fact that we have a wide open border. So what do we do? Well, we can take a situation and say, hey, you know what? This uh, this horrible incident took place in Buffalo. This racist a hole. Let's run with it, and we'll just blame all the Republicans for it. Uh, even though in his manifesto he lambasts both parties, says Fox is out to get him, and uh, is all over the place. Let's, but we'll brand him a Fox employee. Why don't we just call him an employee? We're conf- you know what? He's the head of the Republican Party. Why don't we do that? People are idiots. They'll listen. Because you have nothing else. It's desperation. That's what people are sick and tired of. I am. I had more fun watching the UFO stuff yesterday than I've had watching this stuff in forever. Like any of this stuff. I don't want to talk about coronavirus. I want to see the drag Fauci out there and Fauci to go, well, what happens is then Rand Paul goes, sir, sir, and then they go back and forth. I don't I don't need to see that. It's it's great. I, I, I was more enjoyable watching them ask questions, and they're like, do you know what it is? Like, no idea. <laughs> no, no. I'm drawing a blank, man. Could be anything. That was more entertaining. Because this reality show as it was, 
nobody's going, oh, yeah, well, they're, they're here to kill us all. You know whose fault it is? Republicans. Yeah, totally. Or the Republicans are going to go, you know why they show up? Because they know Joe Biden's in office, and they know it's an open border. It's an open, it's an open globe policy. It's all Biden's fault. So you're going to get. You should start that rumor. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Talk a bit about UFOs. Little Bits Woke Wednesday. Got some woke stuff as well. Plus, uh, we know what happened to that Chinese plane that fell from the sky. Well, we know it didn't fall from the sky. We'll talk about that. A lot of other stuff to get to as well. Car Shield 24-7 roadside assistance. A rental car for free. While your car's in said shop, you don't have to do anything. Your car goes in the shop. You pick that shop. They're going to get them paid directly. That's what's great. They're going to pay them directly. You pay a small deductible. You're going to have the paperwork. Everything else is going to be handled. That right there is a win, win, win. It's the beauty of CarShield. Over a million drivers have been helped by CarShield. Why not be one of them? As things get more and more expensive, why not protect yourself, protect your car, protect your wallet with CarShield? I want you to lock in your forever pricing right now. That's what they're offering. You're going to go there. You're going to not only save 10% on whatever plan that you choose, and plans start as low as like $99 a month. It's amazing what they do for you. And the beauty of it is you're going to lock in the pricing forever. It's not going anywhere. So if you keep your car for five years and you have this plan for five years, five years, same price. Go to carshield.com slash Benson or call 800-391-8888. Carshield.com slash Benson or call 800-391-8888. You're going to save 10% and lock in your forever pricing. Carshield.com slash Benson. Deductible may apply. Chad Benson Show. Helen Keller is a Nazi terrorist that is a male. Is that what you're telling me right now? Yeah. Are you thinking of Hitler? Who's Hitler? Vaccines work, but only the Chad Benson Show is 100% effective against stupidity. Do you know what D-Day is? D-Day. A person? A rapper? God, Karen, you are so stupid. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and wherever you find your favorite woke-free podcasts. This is The Chad Benson Show. And the last one on enthusiasm is really a big concern for Democrats. One of the reasons incumbent parties do so poorly in the midterm elections is it's hard to galvanize the base uh, when you're the incumbent. People come out to vote their their anxiety, their protest, their rarely their affirmation. And if you were a doctor and you were looking at this chart, you would say these vital signs are very, very bad. Uh, Right now, there's a lot of energy behind uh the republicans wow it's crazy it's true very true a lot of energy behind i mean we normally we normally do that right kind of switch midterm because one power one party tends to have too much power and we think you know eh, we're starting to we're starting to head in a direction that we don't like we're starting to uh, you know, that feels like it's just too much, so let's pull it back a little bit. Axelrod's right there. People start going, okay, okay, let's pull it back a little bit. Let's pull it back a little bit. The Democrats better figure it out. What is going to be your point? And then double down on it. I don't know why people don't do that. Challenge people. 
If you if you want Medicare for all and you want all these things, then double down. So one thing I'll say about the the you know the squad uh, who have learned to play the game better than anything else, they they really have. Uh, I don't buy that they buy all of their stuff, but you know, like I look at somebody like Elizabeth Warren, right? She is uh, now she's on the kick because she's going to get she's going after the wealthy again, but she's also going to get everybody free college. And we're like, all right, whatever. But people like AOC, at least she is. This is who I am. But I'm also fine. But this is who I am. And she does her thing. Right? And this is what she believes. And she double down on it. You don't have to buy into any of it. You could say it's a bunch of hooey. She's there. Like politicians are—they're not even good chameleons. Like, like, like an anole, which is a little lizard that can get green and kind of brown. Doesn't fool anybody, right? They're not even good. You know, they're just—it's not like a chameleon where it's like, oh, I'm going to be all these colors. I'm going to do this, and you're not even going to see me like a leopard. And, and that's it. Just they—they—they they, they just whichever it blows, and they kind of have this over here or this. There's no. You know, there's two speeds. It's kind of like, meh and meh. Just be who you are. Be forward. So one thing I think about Trump that that for all the disdain that people had, and I get it, you know, I think Elon Musk tweeting out over the weekend that, you know, Biden's miscalculation is that the country gave, you know, essentially him a mandate. What people wanted was less drama. I think that's a lot of it because Trump was. But Trump was always Trump. You knew you didn't know where you stood with him at that moment in time, but he was kind of always Trump. I don't know where any, most politicians stand. Depends on the day, right? And it's sad. Just sad. It is. And there's no enthusiasm. What enthusiasm are you going to have for anybody right now on the Republican side? I mean, the Democrat side, any of the sides. But, you know, what, 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 what enthusiasm do you have? You're like, this is going to be great because we got... Because you don't even buy into what you believe. Because you don't even know what you believe. Because you're too busy listening to Twitter going, what should I believe? Tell me what I should believe. Speaking of Twitter, got some interesting stuff from Elon Musk. It's Woke Wednesday. Very interesting stuff. The little pronoun things. And tomorrow, the PGA Championship. I'm excited. You guys know I love golf. But last year's champion who everybody loves, people are perplexed what has happened to him over the last year. Talk about that. Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. It's Woke Wednesday. We like to woke you up to things. Gender is important. We know that. And we know there are at least 23 million genders. <laughs> I don't think that's true, Chad. 
but what if your kid screws up at school, right? Misgenders. Who do you blame? This may come as a surprise to you, but I rarely get misgendered by children, especially because when I'm out and about, like, in the world, I always have a mask on. So, like, you would think I'm a lady, which makes me feel a lot better than being called a man. Even if a child did misgender me, I would not blame the child because they don't understand the ramifications of their actions. I would absolutely blame the parent. Why the f*** are you raising your child in a binary that's going to oppress them and everybody else? Like, I don't, I don't understand, like, why we're clinging to these arguments archaic ideas about gender and why we're perpetuating them and thrusting them upon kids <laughs> producer what did they say on family guy this weekend it's just a bunch of globs of there's no boy and... it's not a boy or a girl anymore it's just a bunch of chubby they thems <laughs> so true that person's wacky first of all uh would you really scold a parent if my three-year-old daughter said, sir, would you really do that? Probably not. Well, you might, because you might think you're entitled to, right? You might. Secondly, I'm not going to lie to my daughter. I'm going to that's a guy. Now, he believes that she's a she, so we recognize that, that she wants to be a she or whatever, they or what I, I, I don't because you may even say she, but she goes, no, I'm a they. I wouldn't know at this point. But would you, are you really going to scold? Well, Chad, wh wh what matters about all this stuff anyways? Let me show you why this matters. Imagine this. Your kid gets trouble at school. You get a call. Big, serious issues. I received a phone call from the principal over at the elementary school forewarning me, letting me know that I was going to be receiving an email uh, with sexual harassment allegations against my son. Rosemary Rabadou's 13-year-old son, Brayden, is one of the three eighth-grade Keel Middle School students accused of sexual harassment, something she disputes. He said he's being allegedly charged with sexual harassment for not using proper pronouns. I thought it wasn't real. I thought this has got to be a gag, a joke. Um, one has nothing to do with the other. Now, I will just say this. Uh, if, and I got a call a couple years ago from school, Jack. I just want to tell you this. I laughed, right? Because it was like first grade or kindergarten. They're running around and a couple of the girls tried to kiss Jack. And they said, what do you want us to do? I'm like, we'll give them a high five. <laughs> what do we? What do I want them to do? I want those girls prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. I'm like, were you ever a child? If I went to school and my son, they said, you know, he uh, misgendered somebody. They're like, oh, well, that's, that's, uh, that's like, how did he do that? Oh, well, you know they is now a them or she is now a he or they are now there and there with the apostrophe <laughs> it's like like jack what's what's their name sally or johnny or whatever. just call them sally or johnny just move on with their life uh, but if they continue if they really said they were going to do that i'm like you're done with school here we're going to find you another school that's not insane one that's based on real 
learning. <laughs> Facts, figures, math, coding, things like that. It's not over, though. According to the Wisconsin Institute for Law and Liberty, or Will, now defending the accused students, in March, one of their peers announced the pronouns they prefer to be addressed as, they or them. One of the alleged incidents Braden and the others were supposedly involved in happened in April. She had been screaming at one of Braden's friends to use proper pronouns, uh, calling him profanity. And this friend is, you know, very soft-spoken and kind of just sunk down into his chair. And Braden finally came up defending him, saying uh, he doesn't have to use proper pr pronouns. It's his constitutional right to not use. You can't make him say things. Yeah, he's right can't force me to say something that I don't want to say. And if you decide that you're living your best truthful life now, but you lived another way, and I've known you a good majority of my life, and and uh, we've met, right? And we've maybe we've even had beef before, or maybe we haven't, and you've just been in my class for most of my life, and I've always known you as her, and you're now a him, or a him, and you're now a her. There may be issues. Right? There may be issues. We may screw things up. But you start berating me. Well, then, that's a whole different thing. But to charge a kid with sexual harassment over the wrong pronouns is insane. Some might say or think that you or your son are against the LGBTQ plus community. Not Can at all. Can Not at all. My, my children have been raised to love everybody equally. Shortly after finding out her son was being investigated, Rosemary reached out to Will. Title IX sexual harassment typically covers things like uh, rape, uh, dating violence, uh, quid pro quo sexual favors, right? Really egregious stuff. There's nothing even remotely close to that alleged in this case. Will says the school district's policy doesn't cover the misuse of pronouns and neither does Title IX. The charge against students for sexual harassment is a is an extreme abuse of the Title IX process. It's totally inappropriate uh, and is totally being mishandled by the school district. Yeah, it's being mishandled by everyone. It's being mishandled by everybody. There's your wokeness, kids. There's your wokeness. There's your wackiness. That's what that is. They're so concerned about inclusivity, right, about all of the stuff. We're not talking about learning. Learning's gone. We don't talk about learning. When's the last time we talked about learning in school? It's like, my God. Do you know the average American reads at like a 7th, 8th grade level? The average American. That's embarrassing. And what are we producing now? We're producing a nation of people that live in a world of pretend and feelings. No, no. That's nuts. I'm sorry. That's nuts. That is. Case in point. This is what you get. This is Ollie London. Oh, we're keeping the woke theme going here, kids. Strap in. Let's get ready for it. You know what Ollie is? Well, Ollie's going to explain what Ollie is.
Hey guys, I just want to take this chance to, um, you know, come out today. I've been very confused about how I identify. I've been very, very confused. So I am going to come out today and say that I've been transitioning. I've been very unhappy with who I am deep down um, for the last eight years. And I've, you know, I've had like 18 plastic surgeries now. Um, and I hope people can respect my decision. It's a very tough decision to come out this way. Um, and my pronouns are they, them, Korean. I know a lot of people don't understand me, but I do identify as Korean. <laughs> One thing you heard, though, is I'm very unhappy with my life. And so much of what we're seeing with the trans community, so much of that is going to be what many of the people who specialize in when it comes to the trans issues. It's, this, is, this is a mental health care problem. Not that they're crazy, but they're going through mental challenges. And they're looking for the, if I do this, my life will be better. So he's come out as Korean. He is not Korean, by the way. He is not. Oh, it's not over. And I do look Korean now. I do feel Korean. I don't identify as British, so please don't um, refer to me, any media or anyone online as British, because I, I identify as Korean. That's just my culture. That's my home country. That's exactly how I look now. And I also identify as Jimmy, and that's my Korean name. But uh, not only that, I just, I know it's a little bit confusing for some people. Nobody's ever come out as Jimmy or Korean. But um, I finally had the courage. I've undergone my um, racial transitional surgery. You're not Korean. You're British. <laughs> You're British. You're not Korean. You're not. But that's what... Uh... That's what's going on. That's it. He's not finished. We got plenty more kids. I identify with the Korean culture. I've lived in Korea. I speak the language. I have the Korean look now. I look completely Korean. If you didn't know who I was, you would just think I was a Korean person, not a man or a woman, just a person. You know, people might think, oh, I'm such a joke. But you know what, guys? You don't understand. If you're trapped in the wrong body your whole life, like you don't understand. Um, I just want to say I hope this video might encourage other young people that have been really struggling with who they are. To, to what? To come out as Korean? Man. That's where we are. And we've, we, we continue to push this, this nuttiness. How, how Korean is he? Well, here's his K-pop song. Keep telling kids they can be whatever they want. Remember when you were a kid? It's like, dude, you can be anything you want in life. It's like, I want to be president. I want to be an astronaut. I want to be whatever. Now it's like, you can be whoever you want. You can be whatever gender you want. It's like, I want to be Sally. I want to be Timmy. I want to be both in the same day. I want to be trans species. 
I have never and I will never use the word transspecies because Aryans are not transspecies. We are not transitioning to another species. It is a spiritual identity where we believe that at heart or in a past life, we were an animal. We do not transition. We do not, we don't believe that we're actually that animal. Spiritually we are. Our identities are still valid and should be respected. And always... And you should respect my wishes. No, no, I'm sorry. Not, I'm not. What if you say you're a werewolf and then somebody shoots you with a regular bullet? And you're like, oh, well, it happened. Well, apparently he's not a werewolf because <laughs> I'd have to use silver. Stop very nice, Chad. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. Calibrate's going to help you lose weight in a way that is real, sustainable, that's right. With FDA-approved medication, visit with a doctor via video, one-on-one in-app coaching, as well as several other lifestyle choices they're going to show you how you make, where you're changing your lifestyle in a small way, but with the FDA-approved medication, you're going to go a long way into losing weight. Calibrate's average weight loss for their earliest members. It's about 20% of their body fat. So let me tell you something about Calibrate. You're talking about FDA-approved medication, not a, oh, it's a lab that's FDA-approved. We're talking actual FDA-approved medication that is going to help reset your metabolism so your metabolism understands that when you lose weight, you're not trying to starve yourself. It is incredible. And the weight loss, it's never been easier because once this starts to kick in and it kicks in fast, you are going to change fast. It is amazing. How do you do it? Well, first and foremost... You go to joincalibrate.com. When you do use code CHAD, you're going to save $50 off a one-year metabolic reset. That's joincalibrate.com right now. Use code CHAD. Joincalibrate.com. Code CHAD. Chad Benson Show. Welcome to Chad. No, not the country. The institution. The Chad Benson Show. We all know as a professional, um, we miss him being out here. I mean, he's a big draw for the game of golf. Um, he's just taking his time, and, um, you know, we, we all wish him the best when he comes back. Obviously, we're going to have difference of opinions that how he sees the tour, and um, we'll go from there. Tiger playing this weekend, Southern Hills, Tulsa, PGA Champions. Chip, second of the majors last year, Phil Mickelson. He had turned what 50 and then towards 51. Still playing on the PGA tour, but 50 50 if he makes a cut, you know, finishing a top 10 every once in a great while, but not the Phil, you know, that we had known for years. And then he had a weekend, he had a magical, magical. Friday, you know, Phil had done this before, you know, over the last couple of years where he, he would post a good, fr- you know, Thursday and, and Friday and then Saturday he'd fall off. And by Sunday, he's, you know, uh, you know, top 30 or 40. Friday came. Oh, made the cut. Sitting pretty good. Sitting up there at number one. Saturday came. He's going to bed in the lead. Sunday came. Changed everything. One. Oldest to win on the tour, oldest to win a major. Arguably the funniest, most lovable guy at times on the tour. And then the LIV, the Live 
Golf Tour came a calling, headed by Greg Norman as their face and their mouth. But oh, the money, the Saudis, they want their golf tour. And they're throwing money at it that the PGA Tour can't compete with. And the PGA Tour is the best tour in the world. Can't compete with it, though. Can't compete. Saudis are putting two, three billion dollars into this thing. Can't compete. Trying to lure players away. Phil kind of took it. Wanted to use his leverage against the PGA Tour. Off the record, but it was on the record, says the guy whose book came out uh, yesterday about it. Said, you know, Phil said, look, they're scary MFers. We know that. They killed Khashoggi. Phil hasn't played in forever. He should be defending, and he's not defending. Not only is he not defending, it has gotten ugly. He may never play in the PGA Tour again, and that's a sad, sad thing. I love Phil. Guy is funny. I mean, watch him on all those, you know, things where it's Phil Mickelson and, and Brady versus Tiger Woods and, and Peyton Manning or somebody like that. And, it's you know, Phil is... He and Tiger, you know, Tiger's above him, but Phil's right there. The rivalry, all of those things. And he's great for golf. But in a year, he has tarnished everything. And the books are talking about the fact that he has lost $40 million. He's an obsessive gambler, like you could not believe. Jim Nance, the, you know, hello, friends, said that he lost a fantasy football league that he was 100% sure he was going to win. He had 99.9% chance of winning and he ended up losing it. And Jim Nance said he was so devastated by that for like three weeks. He played like crap. The guy would bet anything. He'll flip you a quarter. Is it about the money? I don't know, but it's not going to be the same without him there and not defending your title. Strange, strange, solid fun show. You guys have a great day. We got you over the hump. We'll do it again tomorrow. Night, night, Jack. This is the Chad Benson Show.